2: try to give you the information you're looking for, and I try to put it in a way that you can really understand what's going on, because it doesn't do you any good to listen to these kind of shows, and really not have a grasp on what's being said, or understand what's going on. We usually try to bring both sides of the issues on. I don't always get them to come on. Bunch of cowards, but we'll deal with that another day. Sharon Engel has been nice enough to spend her Friday with us here on the show, and we're going to talk about voter fraud, and we hear on a regular basis, usually from the other side, that... Voter fraud is is a farce. It's not real. It's not real. But I don't know if you've been paying attention. You know, the UN says that showing a, a photo ID to vote is racist. You know that.
0: Well, they they actually say it disenfranchises seniors and ethnic groups. That's their argument against these things. And you know, I'm I'm wondering then, do seniors not fly anymore? Do other ethnic groups not have to get on an airplane? How do they cash do they, their wealth or,
2: uh, or their disability, wealth, whatever they have? So well, how do they,
0: that's exactly right. I was talking to a fellow that does banking for a living. He says, you know, we require three pieces of identification before we'll even let you access your account. So what what is... That's the, racist. Uh, well, <laughs> to me, you know, we need to have an identification in this country if we're even going to just do, do our grocery shopping. So let's... Let's make that provision available. And they say, well, it's it's costly to get these IDs. Well, I know that states are putting provisions in that they will, if you are indigent, they will make sure that you get that mm-hmm. identification for nothing. So those arguments really are on the face of themselves uh, inaccurate.
3: Thank you so much for being here.
0: It's my question:
3: The answer to how do you kill 11 million people is you lie to them. See, these people were loading themselves onto trains because they thought, they, well, they had been told that they were being evacuated out of the way of the Russian front, that they were going to a place with factory jobs for the men, schools for the children. Um, I mean, they literally were lied to to get them onto the train. Of course, the train didn't stop until it was inside the death camp.
4: Right, right.
3: So, yeah. that, you know, that was that's the title of the book, but where that really connects with us today is, several years ago, I started asking myself a question. Can I write something that doesn't say a Republican or Democrat, doesn't say liberal or conservative, and yet everybody who reads it would agree with it? And so, you know, because agreement is is the essence of influence. And, and of course, Republicans and Democrats have disagreed, and we've all disagreed for years and years, but if we want to pull together, if we want to get to the right place wherever that is then we have to agree with something and the one thing everybody agrees with i mean you walk outside today and ask them you know i don't care how old they are what color they are what income bracket they're in you ask them do you think it's okay for politicians to lie to us or should they tell us the truth every single person you talk to will say they should tell us the truth Andy
2: pleasure having you on today. I'm going to put up all your information on the website,
3: and we'll have you back. I really enjoyed the conversation. Buddy, thank you. I appreciate the time. Honored. They're lucky to have you out there in Southern California. Thank you. appreciate that. Bye-bye.
2: Hey, we're back to changing the history books. I know this will excite you guys. Uh, So more and more history books are coming out with misinformation. Probably start in California. Anyway, we need to tell the facts. We always need to tell the facts when it comes to these things. Now we're we're hearing in some of the books, the 9-11 attacks were carried out to further a cause. Okay, the further cause. What does that mean? What does that mean to a fifth grader, sixth grader, seventh, or eighth grader? I mean, what does that mean, the further cause? Here's the truth. All lot of the attacks are carried out, to further cause, by Muslim extremists. Right. Not all Muslims, but by Muslim extremists. See, that's what the fact is. Just in case we you don't understand. That's what the fact Water, Here, here's a fact that you can't repeat. Water is wet. Okay, repeat after me, water is wet, that's a fact, you can't spin it, you can't twist it, there's nothing you can do with that, it is simply a fact. Um, oh, and those Christians, let's not let them off the hook, uh, those Christians who ran the crusades to convert or kill, that's a true statement, but that's easy to find, couldn't find the other ones, but that one's an easy one to find in the, uh, in the history of so the show, they ran seven crusades, seven major crusades by folks and King. We shouldn't water that down. That's something that people need to know. The Christian Crusaders uh, ran from, what, about uh, 1,095 uh, all the way into the 1,200s. And guess what? Guess who was the first one in the Crusaders? It was the Muslims in 635. And you can look that up. These are facts. I'm not beating on either one of these groups. These are facts. plain totally and simple. We'll talk a little bit more about it after the break. I'm Joe Messina, your host. This is The Real Site. Hey, call in. Get involved. Always love to hear from you. 855-REAL-JOE. Eight five five seven three two five five six three. Hop in the chat room at therealside.com and get involved in the conversation. let just rule all over yourself. Engage. We'll be right back. Say it so much if you would just sing. I know there's one of you in the back. I can see your lips aren't moving. I'm trouble seeing your host. If you're hearing that, you know that today is Faith Fridays, right here on the Real Side, not the Right Side, not the Wrong Side, but the Real Side. Always a pleasure to have you on board with me. I so much appreciate the time uh, you spent with me on the air, texting, tweeting, being in the chat room, being involved in the conversation and making something happen. Look There you go. You can hear me now. <laughs> I'll learn how to hit these buttons eventually. I promise. I promise you. Anyway, I want to thank you for being with me today. Every Friday is Faith Friday here on The Real Side, where we deal with all kinds of issues of faith. Uh, you know, Christian, Jew, Muslim, Atheist, Buddhist. Doesn't? I don't care what you believe. Or don't believe. But uh, I'm always interested in what you have to say. Now listen, I've been asking for quite some time, if you are a Satanist, you don't have to give me your name. How's that? I don't even want your name. But if you're a Satanist and you would love to come on, like to come on, help us out. Help us understand what you believe and why you believe. Right? right? I'm not going to beat you up. And I don't want to tell you how wrong you are, right you, whatever, whatever it is. I'm not going to say it. I just want to understand why you believe what you believe and what you do believe. I mean... Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we don't understand what you believe. And if you would come on, what a great way to get your message out or, or whatever it is that you do. What a, what a great way to let people know what it is you believe. That would be kind of nice. Anyway, if you want to get involved in the conversation, 855-REAL-JOE, 855 You can Skype at it at Radio. Send me an email to joe at therealside.com or you can head up on the website Uh, The the RealSide.com, where you can watch live, listen live, take the poll. There's so much going on up there. You can just have a lot of fun with it. Now, I think I'll jump right into this. Have a lot of fun with this. There was a, uh, and I will do my best to make it happen. Uh, Officials will walk out on an atheist invocation. And the uh, city of Lake, Lake Worth, located in Palm Beach County, Florida, is becoming what some are calling the battleground for the separation of church and state. And it began when atheist Preston Smith hounded the Lake Worth City Commission for an opportunity to deliver an invocation that opens its meetings according to uh, to the local news source, after he hinted at a lawsuit the city gave in, because even frivolous suits cost money. Local blogger Wes Blackman recorded the event and posted it to his blog and on YouTube. Now, here's the deal. You guys know I'm a Christian, you know what, but... If you want to keep your rights, especially in this country, it has to be fair and equal. So you, what you want to do is you want to make sure, you know, give them, give whoever a minute or two before. Now, the Supreme Court has already ruled that prayer before a meeting is fine. As long as everybody gets you an equal opportunity, you have know, to do the prayer. So this fellow should have had an equal opportunity from day one. It shouldn't have been a fight To allow him to open. But here's my problem with this person. And you're going to hear it in a minute. I, as a school board member, as a school board president, probably would have given him his lousy little two minutes of fame that he obviously wanted. But I've never seen anybody as a Christian get up in, in an event, in a city event. Uh, school board event or what have you, who was asked to give the quote-unquote invocation, which we all know means prayer, the opening prayer. I've never had them get up there and, and, and say things like, oh, great and wise, merciful creator of the universe, have pity on all these fools who don't believe in you. Have pity on all these ignoramuses who don't understand your true glory, your true power, your true magnificence, right? I mean, what purpose would that serve? It doesn't. It definitely doesn't show the love of the God that I serve. But I want you to hear why guys like me get so irritated at people like this, because instead of being, you know, if the guy, here, let, let me do this. Let me start to. Uh, first of all, when the when the president uh, of the board, uh, I'm sorry, the city council said, "Hey, we're now going to open up uh, with the flag salute and with the an uh, invocation given by, you know, this atheist guy, and uh, I think half the board or half the city council walked out. Now, I, I would say, and I'm going to wait till after the break to play the, play the actual prayer, but I would say to you that uh, they walked out because they must have known this guy. Because I can tell you from the school board and from watching the city council races, it's the same thing with them. You, you watch what they do. You know the people that are gonna come and they're really there just to they kinda what do they say, dog you, egg you on, whatever 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 the whatever the comment is. Right? You know that's what they're doing. And you see the guy show up and you know the first thing you're gonna say is what? Oh God, here he is again Or in his in his case, oh great universal rock, whatever he prays to. And you'll see what I mean. Uh, after the break when we play what he actually said and and if you're an atheist and you think I'm making I'm not making fun of you I'm ma- I'm making fun of guys like this who say they want equality who say they want everybody to have fair access but apparently only if it falls in line with what he believes and with what he thinks the issue is is, is escalating going crazy there too and uh there's another fellow stepping up that says you would like to open up the uh, future Lake Worth meeting with a satanic prayer. I say let him go for it. You need to record it. You need to let him go for it. You need to put it up on, on, on the town council website or city council website so the people can see what, this, what all this stuff is about. Who's praying for what and why? When we come back, I'll let him open the show or open a second segment with prayer or something. We'll see what happens. I'm Joe McEnany, your host. You'll see the real side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but the real side. We'll be back in a minute. i got so much more to share today. Today is Faith Fridays here on the real side. Some of you have been listening for a while know what that means. We're going to have a lot of fun here today. Again, we'll be back in just a minute, I promise.
1: techno geek you go to parties and recite the number of visitors to your website and rank what browsers they use to find it if you're not a geek you need someone to worry about your website wildcat web services focus on your website so you don't have to they have designed many websites for fortune 1000 and mom and pop companies wildcat web services is always on time and on budget check them out at www.wildcat.la or call 866-370-6218 the real side with Joe
2: Basino. Real talk, real facts, real information. Your culturalization of America. But when yeah. the Dems use the argument that we're all immigrants, that, you know, I don't want to bring the Tasmanian devil to charge in Miami clear the road because yes, but there were immigrants that came here because they wanted to be here. They wanted to learn the American, they wanted the right. American dream. You cannot get the American dream speaking Spanish. Go to the RealSide.com for days and times of the show. Not the right side, not the wrong side, but the real side. RV Repair has the largest selection of popular and hard-to-find accessories and parts for your RV or camping trailer. At the same location in Santa Clarita for almost 50 years, Dave and his team haven't seen an RV issue they don't have a fix for. You don't believe me? Call them at 661-252-2470 with any issue that you might have, and I'll bet they have a solution for you. RV Repair offers free insurance repair quotes, warranty services, RV appliance repairs, hitch installations, and so much more. On-site dumping and propane services are also available, along with RV sort. Don't go to the big RV warehouse places. Keep it local and call for pricing and more information at 661-252-2470. Tell them you heard it on the real side with Joe Messina. Check them out on the web at www.rvrepairspecialist.com. That's www.rvrepairspecialist.com. Rx Help Centers exist to help people fill the voids that are left from their current prescription coverage or no coverage at all. With many Americans still struggling financially, Rx Help Centers want to make a way for them to purchase prescription medication at a price they can afford. Let Rx Help Centers help you and your family maximize your savings on prescription medications. Give us a call, 866 901 7888. That's 866 901 7888.
5: What I meant was, uh, if we had a nice bungalow, and I came home from work, and you were standing by the gate, no, uh you came home from work, and I was standing by the gate, that's more like it.
2: I should have said it right here on the real side. Not the right side. Not the wrong side, but the real side. If you're listening to that, you should be singing along with it. Come on, everybody. Top of your lungs. We're at, that, we're at that time of the year. Anyway, if you're listening to that, you know today is Faith Friday here on the real side. Not the right side. Not the wrong side, but the real side. Always a pleasure to have you on board with me. I appreciate the time you spend with me, even on Faith Fridays. <laughs> On any day, actually. No, I do. I really appreciate the time that you spend with me. Now listen, today is about faith. If faith makes you uncomfortable, if we, what you call religion makes you uncomfortable, then tune to another show. That's all i got to tell you, because I'm not getting off it. And uh, we talk about all kinds of religions, not just the Christian faith. We talk about the Jewish faith and Islam and um, Buddhists and, and spiritualists and atheists, because atheists is a faith. I don't care what you say. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk about how does religion impact morality, or does it? Does religion make you a better person? So, Zach, uh, Pastor Zach Bartell, joins us. He's an award-winning preacher and Bible teacher, and he serves as a pastor at the uh, Judson Baptist Church. And uh, again, just uh, people think just because you throw around the word Christian that you think you're holier than thou, better than them, or what have you. Not the truth. But we'll hear what uh, he has to say about it as well. If you want to get involved in a conversation, 855-REAL-JOE, 855-732-5563. Hop up on the website, realside.com. Watch live, listen live. Take the polls, So much going on up there. If you want to send me an email during the show, tell me what an idiot I am. As some of you led to do. I don't know why you just don't call in. If you feel that strongly about it, call in. As a matter of fact, if you wait till the show's over, you can call in and leave a message. I'm more than happy to play it. I'll take the bleeps out, obviously. 855-REAL-JOE. And um, you can have a lot of fun with it. (laughs) Get all those aggressions out. Really, I'm I'm willing to be the sounding board if it makes you feel better. So anyhow, I started to tell you uh, before the break that there is a uh, the lake, the city of Lake Worth, and it's in Palm Beach County, Florida. Has got one of those guys that just keep dogging them, won't let them go. And the Supreme Court has ruled that you can open up meetings in prayer. You can open up city council meetings. Uh, I mean, listen, hey, the Congress does it, so you can open up city council meetings, uh, water board meetings, school board. You're allowed to open those up in prayer. You cannot favor one religion over another. So you can't, you know, if you've got 25 meetings a month, you cannot. <laughs> have twenty four be christian uh led prayer and one be atheist led prayer, although I don't know who the atheists are praying to. You have to help me with this one okay so uh let's let's hear and and again i on principle, I don't have a problem with this in principle, I don't have a problem with them allowing an atheist or whatever pray, but I want you to hear this guy, and then Joe will go off as usual if I can get this. uh... Now, right now, you don't hear anything, and I'm doing this kind of on purpose to a degree because they've given him permission to go ahead. He's waiting or was waiting as the council, some of the council members left the room. And I say that because I think I knew, I think they knew, they knew what this guy was going to do. So let's hear, let's hear this man get up there and honestly want to help include the community. See, because it's supposed to be, because we're not all inclusive. That's why he's upset.
5: Duly noted. Our collective atheism, which is to say, loving empathy, scientific evidence, and critical thinking, leads us to believe that we can create a better, more equal community with
2: Now, I find this interesting that some of them are in there bowing their heads who are they bowing their heads to i'm not i'm not being funny here i mean seriously an atheist believes that there is no supreme being so if he's throwing words or allowing words to roll off his tongue who are they rolling off his tongue to well my take would be everybody in the room right he's trying to it's an encouragement uh prayer and prayer is defined as as a a dialogue between you and god so how he calls this a prayer, you know, this is truly an invocation, not a prayer.
5: Without religious division, may we pray together. Mother Earth, we gather today in your redeeming and glorious presence
2: to invoke... Now, he cannot believe in a supreme being. He can't believe in a, in a God that created the universe. He can't believe in an all-powerful being but he believes that a blob of molten lava and dirt with grass and trees has conscience and can understand what he's saying and act on what he's saying? I'm sorry. Who needs the drugs? Spoke your
5: eternal guidance in the universe, the original creator of all things. May the efforts of this council blend the righteousness of Allah with the all-knowing wisdom of Satan.
2: Again, two beings that require faith for you to believe in, that have, have something to do with religion. Now, again, if this guy, when you hear the prayer, if this guy was doing a serious prayer or invocation, I wouldn't make fun of it. I would just back off and go, okay, you know, that's what he believes, let him go. But it is very obvious. That that this is this is satire in, in a form of a prayer. I would not, yeah, I would squelch his freedom of speech at this point. If he wants to get up and take the two minutes to give a speech, you know, they give you three minutes, two minutes, some depends on what, what city council, or what have you, I'd give him the two minutes. I'd allow him to come along. That's what he's allowed to do. You know, God bless the Constitution. But but don't do not. Do not belittle the process. By doing what he's doing here now.
5: May Zeus, the great God of justice, grant us strength tonight.
2: Zeus? Uh, another atheist god, I guess? He's praying to a supreme being. This one happened to be called Zeus? I'm confused.
5: Jesus might forgive our our shortcomings while Buddha enlightens us through his divine affections. We praise you, Krishna for the sanguine sacrifice that freed us all. After all, if almighty Thor is with us, who can ever be against
2: us? Yeah, see, that's why I tell you it's a joke. It's ridicule. He's taken a scripture out of the Bible, which has nothing to do with Greek mythology, right? Uh, and, And as somebody said in the chat room, they as one person said that belongs to this group that this guy belongs to we want to make it a circus okay we want to make it a fiasco we want it to be so freaking utterly ridiculous that they rethink this well let me tell you what buddy all you're going to do is make them dig their heels in more that's all you're going to do because if i was them what i would do is i would find the, the, the i would go find me some good old time hardcore southern baptist preachers you know, that, that that spit all over the mic. And God said, you know, one of those. And i have those coming in. Right? I would have those come in with those, you know, fire and brimstone prayers for two or three minutes. That would make these guys throw up in their mouth. See, they don't know how to combat this. I do. They need to call me. I'll set it up. I'll run it for them. They need to call me. We'll get these guys running out of that place.
5: And finally, for the bounty of logic, reason, and science,
2: we... Now he's praying to logic, reason, and science. Is that like the the three wise men?
5: Simply thank the atheists, agnostics, humanists, who now account for one in five Americans.
2: Oh my God, we're growing. Really. We're going to thank the one in five. Because... As you can see here with this guy, they lend so much to the process.
5: And growing rapidly. In closing, let us above all...
2: Yeah, and somebody said, you know, really, what what issue of Archie comics do they actually get their scripture from? I don't know. Can somebody find out for me?
5: Love one another, not to obtain mythical rewards for ourselves now, hereafter, or based on superstitious threats of eternity. Each...
2: Now see, this is what I'm saying to some of you. Is this really a prayer? Would you guys like I mean, under the if if truly he wants to pray, that's one thing. If he truly wants to give, if he truly wants to give a uh, uh, uh an invocation, I'm okay with that too. But to get up there and ridicule another religion or other religions, that's just wrong. I would shut off his mic.
5: Eternal damnation. But rather embrace Secular based principles of morality and do good for
2: good. Yeah, what? Where do you get your moral principles? Okay, what what makes you? You might decide something's right or wrong, and I, you know, and I decide something's right or wrong. Those are my moral principles. You do what I tell you to do because my moral I weigh more than you, so I'm bigger than you, so mine count more. Who decides? These guys are so shallow when they do stuff like this. It's kind of like they have no clue as to the reality of the situation at all. If you want to come up with your morality, I want to come up with my morality. i got 12 families on my street. We have 12 different kinds of morality. Who's right?
5: Oh, come on. I'm so confused. Secular-based principles of morality and do good.
2: And listen, Mr. Bonehead. Yes, I'm going to call him Mr. Bohead, because I do have atheists on the show. You guys don't even agree when it comes to secularism. You don't agree what's right and wrong, what's allowed or not allowed. Maybe you guys should come together, like you know some of the other groups have, Christians and others who have different little splinter groups, if you would, different ways of looking at this. Now, talk about more of this at the top of the hour. I am far from done with this, people. We're going to be back and find out if religion actually makes you. Um, more honest. I'm Joe Messina, We'll be right back.
6: JM Enterprises is a full service screen printing company. They print on shirts, pants, hats, cups, frisbees, sports bags, sweatshirts, tote bags, and most any other promotional item. JM has been family owned and operated for over 25 years. JM takes pride in providing high quality products and services because we care. Our state of the art equipment enables us to print high volume with superior quality on any job. We print on clothing lines for schools, businesses, sports teams, and bands nationwide. Our team is committed to total customer satisfaction and the quality you should expect from a professional screen printing company. JNM, family owned and operated. Give us a call. We guarantee a great product and a great price. 800-462-0002 for a price quote 800-468-0002 or go to the web at www.jnm.cc.
2: Rx Health Centers exist to help people fill the voids that are left from their current prescription coverage or no coverage at all. With many Americans still struggling financially, Rx Health Centers want to make a way for them to purchase prescription medication at a price they can afford. Let Rx Health Centers help you and your family maximize your savings on prescription medications. Give us a call, 866 901 Seven eight eight eight. That's 866-901-7888. RV Repair has the largest selection of popular and hard-to-find accessories and parts for your RV or camping trailer. At the same location in Santa Clarita for almost 50 years, Dave and his team haven't seen an RV issue they don't have a fix for. You don't believe me? Call them at 661-252-2470 with any issue that you might have, and I'll bet they have a solution for you. RV Repair offers free insurance repair quotes, warranty services, RV appliance repairs, hits installations, and so much more. On-site dumping and propane services are also available, along with RV storage. Don't go to the big RV warehouse places. Keep it local and call for pricing and more information at 661-252-2470. Tell him you heard it on the real side with Joe Messina. Check him out on the web at www.rvrepairspecialist.com. That's www.rvrepairspecialist.com. Here's how you get him: he pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send
3: one of his to the morgue. That's There's your
2: Back there, it's one lousy word. You can't sing along, seriously. I'm Joe senior your host. You're listening to the Real Side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but the real side. Always a pleasure to have you on board with me. You know, if you hear that music today, it is "We Depart." I don't mean that in a bad way. We depart from our normal political speak all day, and we deal strictly with the uh, with issues of faith, issues of religion. Now, most of the time, as Some of you, and we've talked about this. Most of the time, yes, it's about Christianity, because I'm a Christian. That's the one I understand. That's the one I can honestly speak to. I cannot speak to everybody else's. But I'll do the best I can. But anyway, uh, and again, if you want to get involved in the conversation, 855-REAL-JOE, 855-732-5563. I prefer you hop up on the website, therealside.com, where you can watch live, listen live, take the poll, get involved in the chat room. Smarter people than I are in the chat room discussing issues. If you want to send me an email during the show, you can always send it to joe at com. Now, today uh, I've asked Pastor Zachary Bartels to join me. He's the author of a new smash hit, uh, Playing Saint. He's an award-winning preacher and Bible teacher. Pastor Zachary, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me on, Joe. Hey. You know, it's really funny because I, I was talking about this before you came on. Um, the, you know, the the question of the day is how does religion impact morality? And the reality is, in my mind, it should be the other way around. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry, not not the other way around. It 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 they should go together with each other. I mean, uh, people think that just because you're a religious person that you're automatically going to become moral. But you you've got to do your study. You've got to understand. You've really got to believe what it is that you've bought into. Um, tell me, give give me your thoughts on this. Well,
7: yeah, Josh McDonald had a famous line that uh, going to church doesn't make you a uh, true Christian any more than uh, eating at McDonald's makes you a hamburger. I guess that's uh, kind of the the truth at the core of it. A lot of people are nominally involved with a religion, uh, but it's not the center of their lives, and they kind of filter their religion through everything else rather than the other way around.
2: Yeah, it's really funny. It goes along with you. I tell people all the time. I I hear people say to me, well, you know, I go to church every Sunday. Well, going to church every Sunday doesn't make you a Christian. Uh, If your grandmother was a Christian, does not make you a Christian? Any more than, than, you know, a Jew isn't Jewish just because they were born in Israel. I mean, there's there's scripture that you have to follow. There's a lifestyle that you have to take on. There's, There's values that you take on to yourself, Correct.
7: Well, although you technically you're a Jew if your mother was a Jew, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a different uh, view of how you enter into that faith community. Uh, but but speaking as a Christian minister, we would say you know even if you're baptized and you and you show up like you say every week at church, um, what what matters is is that you're you know you look at your life and it's different, uh, that you're a new creation, and so yeah, when when you talk about the the correlation between morality and you know, who, who self-identifies as spiritual or religious? We don't expect to find the one-for-one one kind of
2: thing. Yeah, I always love that too. Uh, people will say, so "You know, uh, you go to church." Oh, I'm a spiritual person. What, what, what do you mean you're a spiritual person? What does that mean? You don't, you don't, you don't. <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't read anything. You don't go to church. You don't really do anything. Wow. What does that mean? So, but you you say yeah. you know, In a recent released study, found that uh, being a religious and faithful person does not necessarily make you more well-behaved? We needed a study for that, really.
3: Well, this is one in a
7: series of studies along the same lines, trying to show that uh, people are people, and they're going to be moral if they're going to be moral, and religion is kind of a leftover vestige of of some earlier, uh, more primitive version of humanity. And and, uh, the study in question here, yeah, it said that people who were uh, self-identified as religious were not more moral, they just felt more guilt and shame. Uh, And when they did good things, they just felt better about it, but it didn't really change their behavior. Uh, And, you know, we've seen this again and again.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. You're exactly right. And and so tell me, you know, you're. It says that you're. Um, is this this isn't a play? This is a book called uh, Playing Saint, correct? Right,
7: yeah. And, you know, the book is kind of along the same lines. It's about a guy who's a pastor, a mega pastor, uh, televangelist type guy, really at the top of his game. And uh, through a whole series of events, he he comes to look at really who he is and finds out, you know, I have all the outward accoutrements of being a, a, a very spiritual person, but this is not really who I'm supposed to be. I need to get, you know, the inner... Stuff and in the book it involves you know demon possessed serial killers and Vatican operatives which is not like real life but in real life I think we all have those those moments that make us stop and say you know am I really just playing a role here or has this really changed who I am at my core and I think most people running around claiming a religion uh, or even spiritual but not religious it's just more a label they wear and, and kind of part of their online profile unless you know the core of of their identity.
2: Yeah, you know, it's, and, the, and the bad part about this, it seems like this, you know, there's three groups there. There's, there's one that uh, believes that they're Christian or believes that they're religious or spiritual because they show up at church most of the time. They, they, they couldn't, they couldn't tell you, they couldn't name three books of the Bible, but they show up at church most of the time. And then there's the guys on the whole other side of the spectrum that true Bible thumpers. They know, they know God's word to the letter, where every comma and period is, but they don't understand the spirit. Uh, you know uh, of the word as a whole and and I think I think those two for, I'm sorry but I believe those two do more damage uh for those people of faith than the ones in the middle who are constantly working at it constantly trying to figure out uh you know what you know trying to do the right thing if you would
7: yeah and both of those extremes that you just described are very concerned with the outward um and the appearance. And you know when when Jesus talked to the religious people, it was those very, very religious people uh who he he condemned. I mean he said, Woe to you. Uh you're you know, you're whitewashed on the outside, but inside your dead men's bones. He kinda of ridiculed them. He said you'll strain out a gnat so that you won't be unclean, but you'll swallow down a camel, which was unclean animal and it kind of painted this farcical political cartoon kind of thing of people who are really, really obsessed with, you know, the outer you know, no matter what kind of whether you're left or right or whatever, with your religion, if it's all about the outward and how it appears to others, then you've you've already missed the point from the outset.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And then you know, and the other thing too is these people that run around again constantly uh, with their finger in in somebody's face, saying you know you really shouldn't be doing that as a Christian, you should be doing this. It's kind of like you know what? Let them work that out on their own. You want to point them to the love of God, that's one thing. But putting your finger on somebody's face and continually telling them. Yeah, you know, how wrong they are, or what they're doing wrong, doesn't really. If you know, I had a friend of mine say this is so true that he went to church at one point in time. Uh, he was an alcoholic, and he went to church and he and he sat in the back of the church because he knew he was an alcoholic. He was feeling bad about himself, but he went there, figuring, thinking, believing that he was going to get something to work with. And he said that pastor kind of looked right at him and talked about the evils of alcohol. And he walked out the door and he said, I like. I could have taught that. I already knew what the evils of alcohol were. I wanted a way out. And thank God somebody reached him right, yeah. later on, but we see a lot of that, correct? I think so, yeah. And, you
7: know, if there, if there's two sides of that as well. There's the, uh, you go in and sit in the pew and just get kind of, you know, the old, old-fashioned sheet beating by yeah, the, the pastor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the, the other is, you know, we kind of go through all the sins, and we sort of dial back and say, God's not so concerned with these anymore. Uh, and either way, you haven't, you know, you, you walk out saying, what is, what do you got for a sinner like me, someone who really has broken these commandments and fallen short, and and may have came in here feeling bad about myself. I don't want to feel worse and then leave. I don't want you to tell me I oh, don't feel bad and then leave. I want you to give me the cross, which is really what it's all about. Uh, and of course, in Christianity, that that's the core of everything. Is is that the, in the cross is life that Christ already paid for my sins. And, and therefore, I come and receive. You know, the, you receive the bread and the, and the cup, and that's symbolic of and, and tied in with receiving Christ himself. Uh, and, and when we get obsessed with the outside, we miss that. You know, everything's about how do I look great, feel great, have a great sex life, have a lot of money, and, and uh, you know, how can I be successful and live my dreams? And this sort of stuff, it's, it'll pack butts in the seats, but it's it's diminishing returns, and it really doesn't do much in the long run.
2: No, and, you know, in reading some of the notes uh, from the study, it seems to be we're, we're big into the feelings, too, you know, I mean, it's all about how we feel about ourselves after we commit a kind act or don't do a kind act, and it's really not about the feelings, because feelings can be very, very misleading, can they not?
7: Oh, yeah. I I can manipulate your feelings, man. I, I can... I, I Every summer I go up and I, I preach for a week. I don't preach with two the whole week, but I work with uh, junior high and senior high kids for a little while. Uh, it's kind of a break from uh, my congregation and, and to make me appreciate my congregation. And I always tell them, I say, in this kind of a meeting, a lot of people would try to get you to cry, and I could do that in... Thirty minutes without a problem. I'll tell you the right stories with the right twist, and I can I can just I can manipulate your emotions. <laughs> get the music going. It's not going to do any good if it's synthetic. If it's manufactured.
2: Yeah, yeah, but but everything today in the secular world is all about how things make you feel. And they're trying, uh, yeah. to, right? they're trying to tie the things together. So if your religion makes you feel bad, or if your belief system makes you feel bad, uh, maybe that's not where you need to be. You know? Maybe you need to find a church that makes you feel good. And, and I've never been one uh-huh. to follow that line of thinking. My attitude has always been maybe I need to, to go to a church where, where when I walk out of the church, they're going, oh, you know, am I doing this? Am I, you know, am I really showing people the love of God through my walk? That's what I should be doing in my mind when I walk out that church.
7: Well, yeah, and I know you're off politics on uh, on Fridays here, but I think it comes back to the politically correct kind of thing, and the ultimate, the only sin left is, you know, to judge someone or to be intolerant. Or the new buzzword—it's all over the internet—is shaming. If anyone
4: is <laughs> shaming
7: anyone, and religion is all about, you know, oh, you're feeling shame, and yeah, you should feel shame. But then the good news that comes right behind it is that Christ bore that shame. Uh, and if you don't feel the shame, then you don't receive the forgiveness. Uh, and so, yeah, to say, you know, turn off the thing that makes you feel bad and turn on, you know, the Joe Lowstein or whatever the other thing is that, that makes you feel good uh, is is a pretty quick shortcut, and it misses, I think, the very meat oh. and the, the point of Christianity.
2: Yeah, no question about it. I'm Joe Messina, your host, You're listening to The Real Side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but The Real Side. We'll be right back more, much more, on how does religion impact morality right after this. Help Centers exist to help people fill the voids that are left from their current prescription coverage or no coverage at all. With many Americans still struggling financially, Rx Help Centers want to make a way for them to purchase prescription medication at a price they can afford. Let Rx Help Centers help you and your family maximize your savings on prescription medications. Give us a call, 866-901-7888. That's 866-901-7888.
1: If you're a techno geek, you go to parties and recite the number of visitors to your website and rank what browsers they use to find it. If you're not a geek, you need someone to worry about your website. Wildcat Web Services focus on your website so you don't have to. They have designed many websites for Fortune 1000 and and mom-and-pop companies. Wildcat Web Services is always on time and on budget. Check them out at www.wildcat.la or call 866-370-6218 you
2: want to continue to be one of those uninformed
1: voters, uninformed people
2: in this world, then change the channel because they're going to give you information you can work with. I'm going to give you information that's going to make you have to make a decision, have to do something about what's going on in this country today. If you want to get involved in the conversation, 855-REAL-JOE, 855-732-5563. If you've got Skype, you can Skype me at Real Side Radio. Hop on the website, Realside.com, where you can get involved in the live chat, the watch live, the listen live. Take the latest poll. Check out my classic podcast. There's so much going on, on the website. But do something. Get involved. I'll be right back. RV Repair has the largest selection of popular and hard-to-find accessories and parts for your RV or camping trailer. At the same location in Santa Clarita for almost 50 years, Dave and his team haven't seen an RV issue they don't have a fix for. You don't believe me? Call them at 661-252-2470 with any issue that you might have, and I'll bet they have a solution for you. RV Repair offers free insurance repair quotes, warranty services, RV appliance repairs, hitch installations, and so much more. On-site dumping and propane services are also available, along with RV sort. Don't go to the big RV warehouse places. Keep it local and call for pricing and more information at 661-252-2470. Tell them you heard it on the real side with Joe Messina. Check them out on the web at www.rvrepairspecialist.com. That's www.rvrepairspecialist.com.
1: I can see you right now in the kitchen bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove.
2: Buddy, In harmony, can you do the song in harmony? I don't think so. I'm Joe Messini, your host. You're listening to the real side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but the real side. Always a pleasure to have you on board with me, especially on Fridays. Fridays is Faith Friday. and i tell you what, you know, it's really funny. <laughs> I love to watch the chat room kind of thin out on Fridays. Like, some of you, now, now, some of you guys that are in there, you're in there on a regular basis, and I do appreciate it. But it's like you're afraid to talk about God or religion or, or, or relationships with God and that kind of stuff. It's okay. It really is okay to talk about this, and we don't all have to be on the same page. This is how we're going to learn from each other. So anyway, I want to thank you for joining me today. You are listening to the real side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but the real side. Always a pleasure to have you guys on board with me. I appreciate the time you spend with me on the air, texting, tweeting, and just being, because you've got to be involved in the conversation. I am not interested in anything you have to say if all you're going to do is yell at the radio or what have you from your living room or your car and you're not you're not getting engaged with the conversation. Did I say wit? With the conversation. I've got Pastor Zachary Bartels on the line with me. He's the author of a new smash hit, Playing Saint. And uh, Bartels is also an award-winning preacher and Bible teacher. He serves as a pastor of the Judson Baptist Church in Lansing, Michigan, where I'm sure it's nice and warm right now. Right, Pastor? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, a nice <laughs> freezing drizzle. There you go. See that? It could be worse. You could have 15 feet of snow, right? like some of the other places. There you go. <laughs> All right, so, you know, and and it is kind of funny when you talk about um, people who are non-religious, who don't, you know, who don't have a relationship with God, who don't uh, really even see religion or or spiritual lifestyle as important at all. Always look at religious people as uh, people who are supposed to be uh, moral, they're supposed to be good, they're supposed to be upright, but they're not synonymous with each other, Right.
7: Yeah, I I suppose not. I I mean, although if you're coming from the atheistic point of view, I I would question where you get, you know, where you come off using categories like morality, but okay.
2: (laughs) You and I, I just said that in the last segment. I said the guy was, uh, an atheist who was doing a prayer was talking about morality. And I said, so where does he get his morality? Because if he's entitled to decide what a moral value is, then I am also entitled, am I not, to decide what a moral value is.
7: Moral yeah, everybody gets a shot, and then we try to sneak in the back door in the caveat that your 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 morality cannot be bad for someone else, uh, but you've, you've pulled a, a sneaky move there, because where did you get that? That's your version and your idea, and my idea might be different.
2: And the minute your morality steps on mine, you're wrong, my friend, I'm right. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, C.S. Lewis said, uh, if you want a, to make a, a theist out of someone, just take his watch. He yeah. will immediately start uh, <laughs> appealing to moral absolutes.
2: No kidding, right? Okay, so you know you were talking about judging and shaming and and such, and to that point, we've actually been talking about that on the show over the last year about how you watch TV, you know, because we're all tuned into TV, we're all tuned into our smartphones, and there's and more and more of right and wrong has been kind of feathered away, if you would, you know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like you know it's well if you know if that turns you on, if that's what you want to do, that's good for you, but it's not good for me, and there is no right and wrong. That that that's saying what it's all good. You might as well stick a red hot rod in my temple every time I hear that line, and and that and our kids are buying into that, are they not? Yeah, hopefully not mine. I don't know that that, that <laughs> is a generational
7: thing, but you know I wonder. I may not be old enough in my mid thirties to to speak oh,
2: to this. You're still young. <laughs> but, Go ahead. Yeah.
7: <laughs> but I wonder if it's less generational and more just kind of stage of life. I mean, I know a lot of people. Who uh, you know are involved in my church or other churches in my area who will tell me you know I was the most just out there whacked out hippie uh and in, in my youth. And then I kind of grew up and, and I think we always are pointing to the, the up and coming generation, you know, in this case the millennials and saying, Oh, they're believing all this stuff, oh, the sky is falling and the fact is with with age comes maturity and, and with maturity comes kind of a tempering of a lot of those hardcore uh swing into the pendulum and lashing back out against the status quo and a lot of it kinda gets uh comes back to the to the middle to the to reason and and uh we we don't find ourselves
2: falling into the bottomless pit like we thought we would excuse me here but here's what my concern is is that you know as you ride that wave you know when you're young and and you're open to just about anything and you know you want to try everything so therefore to a degree there's no right and wrong and as you say as you start to mature and get older you start to you see the guidelines you see the boundaries you see the things that are good for you i'm wondering if that first wave though uh, keeps getting further and further out there. We're allowing more and more. Do you, know, do, do you know what I'm saying?
7: I hear you, but I don't think it is. I mean, when you think about who was who them, you've got your uh, hard, crazy uh, flappers and, and jazz and liquor in the 20s, and then they come back, and, and you've got you know the the kind of uh really stayed and 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 these are the people who are watching leave it to beaver with their kids <laughs> um I, I think that it always is going to tend to go you know in in ever increasing waves until you hit a certain point of just the, the extreme that it, it can't go beyond that and then it'll start coming back um, I, I would look back about six or seven centuries, and, and, and I could probably make a pretty good case that we're not, you know, things are not getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, if I was going to go back to uh, Jesus, I'd say he talked about the wheat and the chaff growing up together, and things are getting better all the time, and things are getting worse all the time. Um, and and we've got to trust that he's in
2: control. Well, you know, one other thing about the study that, that kind of perked my ears up, if you would, it says the... Uh, the study's central takeaway is that despite having theological differences, believers and non believers were found to have much more in common when it comes to morality's role in everyday life than some might otherwise assume. So, basically, what they're saying in not so many words is there's no real big difference when it comes to morality between people who believe in God and people who don't.
7: Well, to some degree, depending on what you—I mean, how they base that study, what they focus on—is going to determine what they find. When you when you say, you know, people who who are churchgoers every Sunday and people who would never darken the doors of the church tend not to kill people who live next door to them. Uh, well, yeah, of course. Um, the scriptures say. I mean, I can explain that from my own point of view. The scriptures say that God's written His law on everyone's hearts, and so I mean, that's the very reason why we have such a diversity of religion is that people everywhere have god's law written on their hearts and a desire to know him, built in, hardwired into them, and they're reaching out to him. Um, But if you're going to say that uh, there's no difference between, I mean, look at any number of of more nuanced issues, and and we're very polarized right now, Um, and the idea that there's no moral difference between uh, a religious person, or non-religious, or a Christian and a, an atheist is—that's um, uh, bordering on just being
2: Crazy. Uh, intentionally
7: obtuse, I think.
2: <laughs> Craziness. No, because where do they get their moral values from? Yeah, you know, uh, really. But, I mean, well, where do you get your foundation from? Where do you get your where do you get your guidelines from?
7: It, it's going to be truth is going to be a cultural construct in, in the point the point of view, kind of the postmodern point of view that's that's prevailing at the moment, uh, and and it's. Uh, something that's ever progressing and it's based in the good of the whole um and and sometimes not all the time but sometimes when i hear people talking about this kind of stuff i hear them unintentionally uh saying little phrases here and there not to say that we're going down that road but little phrases here and there where i go man a nazi could have said that exact same thing in 1938 um and, and talked about the good of the whole and all this stuff. I have faith in our in our constitution and our people and our nation and our, our bedrock and our our morality and I don't believe that's gonna happen. Uh,
2: I gotta cut but you if
7: that were the way we were to go, gotta cut I, you short there's
2: we, no guardrail. Gotta cut you short, I got a quick break, we'll be right back. I'm Joe Bassini, your host, you're listening to the real side R V repair has the largest selection of popular and hard to find accessories and parts for your R V or camping trailer. The same location in Santa Clarita for almost fifty years Dave and his team haven't seen an RV issue they don't have a fix for. You don't believe me? Call them at 661-252-2470 with any issue that you might have, and I'll bet they have a solution for you. RV Repair offers free insurance repair quotes, warranty services, RV appliance repairs, hitch installations, and so much more. On-site dumping and propane services are also available, along with RV sort. Don't go to the big RV warehouse places. Keep it local and call for pricing and more information at 661 661- 252-2470. Tell them you heard it on the real side with Joe Messina. Check them out on the web at www.rvrepairspecialist.com That's www.rvrepairspecialist.com Rx Health Centers exist to help people fill the voids that are left from their current prescription coverage or no coverage at all. With many Americans still struggling financially, Rx Health Centers want to make a way for them to purchase prescription medication at a price they can afford. Let Rx Health Centers help you and your family maximize your savings on prescription medications. Give us a call, 866 901 7888. That's 866 901 7888.
1: If you're a techno geek you go to parties and recite the number of visitors to your website and rank what browsers they use to find it if you're not a geek you need someone to worry about your website wildcat web services focus on your website so you don't have to they have designed many websites for fortune 1000 and mom and pop companies wildcat web services is always on time and on budget check them out at www.wildcat.la or call 866-370-6218
2: Are back, you are listen to the real side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but the real side. I'm your host, Joe Mancina. Sorry, I, I, I botched the times, so but we're going to fix this really fast. Uh, uh, Pastor Zachary, tell people where they can get more information about you, uh, how they can get a hold of your book, and that kind of thing.
7: Oh, well, my book is uh, pretty much anywhere you can buy books. Uh, it's called Playing Saint, and again, it's a, a suspense thriller, supernatural thriller. Um, and it involves uh, you know all sorts of paranormal stuff and the occult and uh, Vatican operatives and and uh, that kind of thing. My website's zacharybarrels. dot com, and I got a blog and uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, every
2: all those little icons down the side. All right, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate your time with me today. We will be back in a minute. I'm Joe Messina, your host. Just doing real science. I'm- Driving a car without a driver's license. I've never qualified for one, I never got one. I am not an undocumented driver. I'm an illegal driver. I'm driving illegal. You're a
3: driver without a license.
2: But that's illegal.
3: You're a driver without a license but this is, you will get your car car impounded, sure. you will get a ticket and even if you don't have a license you will But it's, have a place hold, held on you on D M B so that you never get a license.
2: How but going back to illegal to drive. What's a bromance?
1: Oh, I know what a bromance is. You want me to explain it?
2: <laughs> well give me give me the uh give me the G rating explanation. Two guy friends who just go out for drinks and have fun together and Yes, pop culture, uh, bromance is a close non-sexual friendship between men. Right, which has existed since, what, forever? We just, you know, in my day we called it buddies. I didn't know that was, although I never held their hand or anything. Apparently now, if you have a different viewpoint other than a liberal one, the Constitution doesn't apply to you. But what if you're an illegal conservative? (laughs) Is that possible? I'm getting you to come closer to my side. Remember the what, the what, promise to America and I said it was nothing more than toilet paper? Yes. Eight yes. by 12 toilet paper? And you said, come on, And no. I have
4: since used my Pledge of America for <laughs> toilet paper.
2: You know, if I can't believe any a legislator that I voted for to put in place, I need to get rid of him. I need to find a way to get him or her right. out of there
3: accelerate your culturalization of America.
2: But when yeah. the Dems use the argument that we're all immigrants, that's you know, I want to turn into the Tasmanian devil with two clubs <laughs> in my hand and clear the road because there were immigrants that came here because they wanted to be here. They wanted to learn the American they wanted the right. American dream. You cannot get the American dream speaking Spanish. The Pledge of Allegiance you know, I know we live in a free country and Rick when he comes on will probably disagree with me, but I think that should be mandatory. If you don't say it, you get ten lashes. How's that? That's Joe's new law. Can we turn this into a kid Is Rick on the line?
3: I, I think I probably couldn't back you up on the lashes part, Joe. Yeah. Uh, how, about
2: draw, how about drawn and quartered? Can we go there?
3: Well, I think you're going the wrong direction.
2: If you want to continue to be one of those uninformed voters, uninformed people in this world, then change the channel because they're going to give you information you can work with. I'm going to give you information that's going to make you have to make a decision. Have to do something about what's going on in this country today. So if you want to get involved in the conversation, 855 Real Joe, 855 732 5563. If you got Skype, you can Skype me at RealSideRadio. Radio. Hop on the website, therealside.com, where you can get involved in the live chat, the watch live, the listen live, take the latest poll, check out my classic podcast. There's so much going on, on the website, but do something, get involved. I'll be right back. Don't wait, I'm here now. I'm not going to make you wait for a good, well, that would self, self, that'd be self-serving, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Joe in your host. You're see the real side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but the real side. Always a pleasure to have you on board with me. I do appreciate the time that you spend with me on the air, in the chat room, texting, tweeting, and just being involved in the conversation. Um, so why is that doing that? Uh, you guys don't hear it, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, you know, today is Faith Friday's. And I love dealing with issues of faith. All issues are religion and what have you. And, you know, the other thing, too, is that I, I've got emails in the past when I bring people on that are uh, sold out on their faith, if you would, that, that they believe a certain way. And you guys either get irritated with me or irritated with the guests. Look, I don't want somebody on the show that doesn't believe in what they follow. You know, if I ask a Muslim to come on the show, I don't want him to water it down because he's talking to a Christian guy. Or he's on a show that might have mostly Christians listening. I want him to speak from his heart and tell us what he believes. And it's the same thing for a Jew. It's the same thing for a, a, a Buddhist. It's the same thing for a spiritualist. I don't care what what it is you believe. And we had, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, was it last year or the year before, we had a, a witch. Her, her terms, not mine. She called herself a witch, and we had her on a show. She was a, pa- a, pack- a practicing pagan, and she was very nervous, and during one of the breaks, I had to say to her, look it, I'm not going to make fun of you. Just put it out there. If you really believe what you believe, why wouldn't you want to share that with somebody? Do not sugarcoat it, because I'm sitting here. And It really didn't help, but... <laughs> so." Um, but but again, if you believe in this stuff, you know, especially when it comes to religion, I mean think about some of us who, you know, we believe that certain foods are good for you, and what do you do? You beat on your friends, about it and I go, yeah, you know, I got a way you can lose that weight. You just got to start eating this kind of stuff. I got a way you can do this. You just have to eat this kind of stuff. You see what I mean? So anyway, I'm not. I'm just trying to say that that save your emails. You know, if you're gonna write me and tell me so-and-so is too strong one way or you know too much Jesus or well if I bring a if I bring a Christian pastor on and he's not talking about Jesus, we got a problem. Right? If I bring on a Muslim and he's not talking about Muhammad, hey, he doesn't really believe what he says he does. Because they go out of their they'll go out of their way to speak about those things. So anyhow, uh part of what I want to talk about too which well, I just get the biggest, I get the biggest kick out of it, if you would. Let me see. Is, and I'm not going to paint with a broad brush and say every atheist does this to me, because it's not true, right? We've got some atheists, I won't call them friends, but we have some atheists that are listeners of the show, will send me emails from time to time. Uh, and so they're listening, and I don't know if they're getting informed. I don't know if they're listening to push back on I me. Mean, I don't really care, whatever it is. Uh, but there is a belief. You can say there isn't, but there is. You believe that nothing exists. That is a belief system, any way you cut it. So, I want to get back. I really, I know we've taken too much time with it, but I'm having too much fun with it, and I don't think we are. I think you need to see that this is what goes on. This is you need to see this stuff so you know how to go fight it, how to come against it. Now there was a bunch of officials that walked out of the city council. See, again, I would have had some fun with it. I would have handled this totally differently, but that's just me. They walked out of an atheist uh, invocation, and uh, according to this atheist group, they're actually looking for a satanic group to come in and uh, actually do an invocation later on. So before this fellow Smith uh, did this invocation, or his first prayer, the mayor, uh, Pam Triolo, and three commissioners, Scott Maxwell, John Sedry, And Andy Amoroso all walked out, leaving only one commissioner there. And uh, Serti said that my reason for leaving the chamber was based on determination that I preferred to not have this person saying a prayer on my behalf. As much as he had a right to say what he said, I had a right not to listen. And he's, he's correct here. He does have a right not to listen. In the future, I believe we should set aside a moment of silent prayer so everyone can reflect on their own without offending anyone. I don't agree with them there. Okay? Unless you're making fun of uh, my mother. (laughs) I mean, what kind of... Because you don't believe what I believe, you're not going to offend me. Yeah, To a degree, I'm going to pity you. See, I've always said the same thing. And, and, And again, not making fun of people, but here's the deal for me, for Joe Messina. You guys don't have to subscribe to this. If you don't believe in a supreme being, if you don't believe in a God that loves you and cares about you and, and, and created this world for you in essence, right? I feel bad for you. If all you have, if all you believe is left is that you become worm food when you die, that there's no God to help you, there's no God that cares about you, there's no, there's no power or one bigger than you, I do feel bad for you. That is one lonely place to be. (laughs) Okay? I don't dislike you. I don't hate you. I don't pity you, you know, in the true sense of the word. I do feel bad for you. Because you will never know. You'll never know the love that I know. You'll never know the feeling that I know for the Creator. Until you decide to have a relationship with the Creator. That's my belief. you don't have to subscribe to that, you guys in the chat room, you guys to write me emails. you know, isn't America wonderful? you can believe you can believe the rock that sits out in front of your door, you know off your front porch, off to the left there. yeah, you can believe that that rock is God because it's strong, and it's always there, and you can count on it to be there every time you walk out the door. That's okay. Smith's invocation was arguably the opposite of non-denominational and included nearly every belief system imaginable. And by doing so, he made a mockery of religious beliefs. Mother Earth, we gather today in your redeeming and glorious presence to invoke your eternal guide. The thing that confuses me about all this is he ridicules people who believe in something you can't, you can't uh, look, feel, touch, respond back, that kind of thing. But yet he's talking about Zeus. He's talking about Mother Earth, Satan. And I don't know who the great God of justice is. Okay? Jesus might forgive us our shortcomings while Buddha enlightens us through his divine affection. We praise you, Krishna, for the sanguine sacrifice that freed us all. That means nothing to me. <laughs> And and again, I you know, some of those guys, some of those self-righteous Christians that walk out, I don't have to listen to this garbage. Well, you know what? No, actually you don't. But in the same kind of way we make fun of them saying they don't believe in a God, so why does it bother them? I don't believe that what he has is truth. Why does it bother me? It doesn't. I would sit there and pick my you name. Know. We ask for people to respect us. As Christians, as Jews, uh, you know, Muslims do the same thing when they're praying. You know, have some respect for what's going down. I don't know how we could ask for it if we're not willing to give it. Now, he's ridiculing. I get that. But see, as an elected official, you have some leeway here. I would wait till he was finished. And then I would sit down because all his buddies would be, you know how they are, because they're like little kids. They're like 15, 16-year-old little kids, right? And while they were sitting there a little you know, snickering about what they had just done, I would say, listen, I love this country because we are allowed to come up here and make total jackasses of ourselves. We're allowed to come up here and ridicule other people's religious beliefs. We're, we're allowed to do all these things in this country because of men and women who died for your right, who gave up their life for your right to do that, Christians and non-Christians alike. And to show the smallness of thought of somebody who comes up here, and says science knows more than God. You know when you'll know what the truth is for that kind of person? When you die. And as I said last week, and some of you hear this over and over again, I am sorry. I am not trying to re- repeat myself over and over again. But if I live my life for a supreme being, and I do things for others for a supreme being, because I want him to be proud of me, I want him... Uh, To not to be ashamed to go, yeah, he's one of mine. Right? If I do all that and I die and there's nothing there, then I'm worm food and I never know. I'm off into the black abyss. What's the big deal, right? But if you do everything for you, because there ain't no power higher than you, and your moral relativism comes from you, and you die, and you're face to face with the Almighty, I do not I, I I feel so bad for you. I mean, how are you going to feel at that moment? Now, some of you hardcore Maronis are going to go, yeah, but there isn't one, so I don't have to worry about that. You want me to do all these what-ifs. You want me to make these leaps of faith with you. But you can't play that one little game with me. What if there is that supreme being who has expectations of you? Because for me, it's it's... You know, you guys are, are, to a degree, you're a bit of a coward because it's so much easier to fall on, hey, there is no God. I'm You know what? I don't have to look into it. There is no. I'm sure there is no God. Because I think part of that is you realize deep down inside, if you find out there is, if you make that search and he becomes known to you and you find out there is, got to change. Come on. you got to change, right? And you got, and, and you got just enough pride. That that change, you don't want to do it because you don't think you have to. You think you're wonderful just the way you are. And you might be. I don't know. I don't know you. But ultimately, that's what it boils down to. It boils down to pride. I say pride cowardice myself, but it's mostly pride. I'm Joe Messina, your host. You're listening to The Real Side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but The Real Side. We'll be back in just a minute. Rx Help Centers exist to help people fill the voids that are left from their current prescription coverage or no coverage at all. With many Americans still struggling financially, Rx Help Centers want to make a way for them to purchase prescription medication at a price they can afford. Let Rx Help Centers help you and your family maximize your savings on prescription medications. Give us a call, 866-901-7888. That's 866-901-7888.
6: j and Enterprises is a full-service screen printing company. They print on shirts, pants, hats, cups, frisbees, sports bags, sweatshirts, tote bags, and most any other promotional items. j and has been family-owned and operated for over 25 years. j and takes pride in providing high-quality products and services because we care. Our state-of-the-art equipment enables us to print high volume with superior quality on any job. We print on clothing lines for schools, businesses, sports teams, and bands nationwide. Our team is committed to total customer satisfaction and the quality you should expect from a professional screen printing company. J&M, family owned and operated. Give us a call. We guarantee a great product and a great price. 800-462-0002 for a price quote 800-468-0002. Or go to the web at www.jnm.cc. RV Repair has the largest
2: selection of popular and hard-to-find accessories and parts for your RV or camping trailer. the same location in Santa Clarita for almost 50 years, Dave and his team haven't seen an RV issue they don't have a fix for. You don't believe me? Call them at 661-252-2470 with any issue that you might have, and I'll bet they have a solution for you. RV Repair offers free insurance repair quotes, warranty services, RV appliance repairs, hitch installations, and so much more. On-site dumping and propane services are also available, along with RV storage. Don't go to the big RV warehouse places. Keep it local and call for pricing and more information at 661-252-2470. Tell them you heard it on the real side with Joe Messina. Check them out on the web at www rvrepairspecialist.com. dot com. That's www dot com.
7: You want answers. I want the
3: truth. You can't handle the truth.
2: We are back, and you are listening to the real side, not the right side, not the wrong side, but the real side. Always a, a pleasure to be on board with you. Always appreciate the time you spend with me on the air in the chat room, texting, tweeting, and just being involved in the conversation. See, it's already started. I told you guys, easiest way for me to, to tee off the atheists is to say anything about them. So, we've already got one guy that he just loves to, to do this kind of thing, and he goes on and goes. So so the, the tweet was or our tweet was he shut that thing off way right? our tweet was if you want people to respect your beliefs, respect theirs. Making fun of others is just disrespectful. So the free thinking and open minded this guy's on Twitter called Flying Free. Right? This free thinking and over you know, open minded acceptance of everybody, right? Depends whether someone's beliefs are ridiculous. So now he's making the decision himself whether they're ridiculous. If you're an adult who believes in fairy tales, you deserve ridicule. Wow. And yours is not a fairy tale. Right? Your provable evolution is not a fairy tale. You can't prove any of it. You actually can prove less of your evolution than I can of a God, of a higher being. Again... Hopefully, and I, you could tweet this out, hopefully, you won't come face to face with my fairy tale because it's going to be one sad moment for you, and i don't don't get me wrong, I don't wish that on you. That's not what I'm saying here at all. I am not wishing ill on these people, but it's really funny how us religious people are more willing to be accepting and open and understanding of those who don't believe. Then as you just saw where the guy said, he's trying to save me from believing in fairy tales. Talk about being full of yourself. Just thinking that you're so smart and you got it so together. Again, I really pray that you don't come face to face with my fairy tale without all the right to, without all the right decisions being made. Anyway, let's finish up with this guy. You got to hear the rest of this prayer. (laughs) I do not want to. I don't want to keep this from you. So let's play a couple minutes of this. Hold on, see if I can get it back up.
5: Secular based principles of morality and do good, for goodness' sake. And so we pray.
2: Is he praying to a big red guy in a white? I mean, a big white guy in a red suit with a big beard. Now he's ridiculing Christmas, or the holiday, or the tree. Or Santa Claus. I don't even know what he's doing. to kill me. So what? Thank you,
5: Pastor.
2: No amen? Come on. Even when you're praying to nothing, it has to be an amen, doesn't it there? <laughs> See, I would think, I would think that uh, I would make a set of precedent here that only... Uh, pastors or men, men of the cloth, you know, clergy. Because I'm sure the First Church of Satan has a man of the cloth. See, there, there has to be. A, again, you heard what the one person said. They want to. They want to ridicule this to no one. They want to make it a fiasco. Well, the way you, the way you beat down these cowards is you fill the room with people of, of faith. And I'm telling you, and every time the guy says. Uh, here, let's go let's go back to some of the things he did say. Let me see. Mother Earth, we gather today in your redeeming glorious presence. I would have all my little Baptist buddies go, Praise God, glory, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You know, let him get the sentence out because they're not being rude. They do the same thing in church, right? I mean, I got people in church that do the same thing when, when somebody's praying, hmm, yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I would do that whole thing. I would make that guy you know, you talk about ridiculing something, I don't have to ridicule them. I mean, my Bible says just using the name of Jesus will make them uncomfortable. I would do it. I would do it, I wouldn't hold back anything. I would I would I would be all over this like like what do they say? Like white on rice. Anyhow, but we let them get away with this people. You Christians who think that God is in control that everything happens because it's the way God wants to, I think you need to go read your Bible again, because not everything happens the way God wants it to happen. God, many times, because man has let him down, has gone to plan B and plan C, which was never plan A to begin with. I, mean, I could put this simple in marriage for you, right? God's plan is to bring you the right spouse. If you listen to him and you do what you're supposed to do, you get the right spouse the first time. If you do what he wants you to do, you don't lose the first house to foreclosure. If you do what he wants you to do, you do it his way, right? You don't always scrounge it for a nickel. You see what I'm setting up here, my point? But then when you screw up with the first spouse, he has a plan B for you. Isn't that wonderful? I think it is. And frankly, if you screw up with the second spouse, he's got a plan C for you. And When you lose the house because you didn't make the payments, because you're blowing it up your nose or, or sticking it in your arm, he's got a plan B for you. You know what I'm saying here, because he loves you, and he cares about you. He's got he's got secondary plans for you. So anyhow, um, yeah, let me see where is that. I'm gonna put the, I'll put that up in the chat room just for giggles. If you want to watch the whole thing, read the whole story. And I don't have a problem with the satanic invocation. It's hilarious because I don't. I, for me, I don't believe the devil has any power, so I don't care what you do with him. You know what I mean? Anyhow, let's see. I, you know, I had a couple other stories. I, I had not planned on going that long in that story. At least I didn't mean to. If I told this one last week, I am sorry, but I'm going I'm to go with it anyway. I like it. And this is what I was talking about, where you know, kids. If we would fight back for our kids, if we would do the right thing, if we would push back, we would get further. Now, a senior at Pine Creek High School says the school told them they had to stop praying to Jesus and singing "Amazing Grace," because you know, especially "Amazing Grace." I can see, uh, I can see how bad that is. I can see how that's a song of desperation, no hope. Nothing positive in there, right? Christian students at a Colorado Public High School were told that they could no longer meet to pray. They can't sing religious songs or discuss religious topics. Now yes, I did do this, and I'm sorry. It's during free time. I don't know if I got all the way through it or not. <laughs> but anyway, I don't care. Maybe 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 we'll do it anyway. <laughs> Anyway, the um let me see, somebody just sent me one during the break. Uh Nah, never mind. You know what? I don't need to I don't need to do these stories. I really don't. I mean the reality is it's Friday afternoon, it's Faith Fridays. Uh the bottom line with this is, is is you've got to stick up. We have to start sticking up for the rights of our kids. And you people that believe in God and when I say you people, you know I'm including myself in this. But you people who believe in God and think that God's will gets done all the time no matter what, you're living in fantasy land. And I can actually show you story by story by story in the Bible where God's will did not get done. Not the not the perfect way it should have got done. <laughs> okay, well, all right. So since a couple of you have now sent me private messages saying, no, I don't think you did the Colorado Story. <laughs> I will go pop it back open. Where did it go? And be more than happy to do the Colorado Story if it makes you feel better. <laughs> Hold on. Let me grab it. Let's see. New. I wish you guys would help me out here. I don't understand all this stuff. All right, two tabs right there. That looks like it. Uh, i will go here and go back there. And there we go. <sighs> okay. The uh, Christian students at the Colorado Public High School were told that they could no longer meet to pray or sing religious songs. Now, Chase Windebank is a senior at the Pine Street High School in Colorado uh, Springs. Three years ago, he started meeting together informally with his classmates, and they were praying and uh, having religious fellowship, which is nothing more in those situations, it's really, really, really uh, nothing more than you guys sit around talking about sports and the coach and, you know, the cute uh, uh, the, the, the cute head of the cheerleading squad or whatever they're called today. And so they're sitting around there talking, talking about God, talking about the Bible, talking about uh, the wonderful things that they see in the Bible. The young people would meet in any unoccupied choir room to sing songs like Amazing Grace and discuss issues of the day from a religious perspective. But all that changed on September 29th when Jace was summoned to the office. And the assistant principal, James Lucas, said, hey, can't pray this. You can't do this with fellow students during free time because there's a separation of church and state, my friend. Now, thank God that an attorney jumped all over this. He was told that he could pray before school day begins and after school day ends, but he could not do it during the school day. To make sure that Chase got the message, he was hauled into the principal's office. And the principal told that was the next day, and the principal reaffirmed what they heard earlier, that religious speech could only take place uh, during the open time known as seminar period. Okay, defendants back at Lucas stated that because of the separation of church and state, and because they regarded the seminar period as instructional time, they were banning students' discussion of issues of the day. Now, this seminal, uh, seminar time was open to do whatever you wanted to. And it was there so that if you needed help in math, you could go get help in math. If you needed help in uh, whatever, you could go get the help. But if you didn't need help in anything, you could hang out in the in, in the parking lot, uh, in the quad, as they call it. hanging on a tree, go out to your car, smoke a joint. Well, no, you couldn't do that. Some kids do it. I know because I'm on a school board. Pine Creek is part of the Academy School District, number 20. A spokesperson for the district confirmed that the group was told according to disband in accordance with state law. Students were told that according to state law, the district policy, they could not meet during non-instructional time. <laughs> so the only time they could meet to talk about God was before 745 and after 245. Otherwise, between that, God's not allowed on the premises, which is why you have school shootings which is why you have all kinds of garbage going on in school property. Story for another day. I'm Joe, my senior host. Always a pleasure to have you on board with me. appreciate the time you spend with me on the air, in the chat room, texting, tweeting, and just being involved in the conversation. Uh, Listen, have a safe weekend. Please don't do anything stupid. I want you to come back. We will catch you on the Monday.